Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. In today's episode, you are definitely going to want to turn the volume up on this one if you are a beginner and you have been afraid to start putting yourself out there because you feel like you don't have experience yet. Who's going to hire you if you have nothing included in your portfolio? Well, lucky for you, I'm going to talk you through what you can do if you're a beginner right now, but you want to add some experience to your portfolio or you just want to gain some experience before actually working with clients on a retainer base or on a project base. I'm going to talk you to three different strategies of what you can do today, this week to gain some of that experience and to start putting yourself out there so that you can be well on your way to working with many, many clients in the future. It's all happening in today's podcast episode, so I will catch you inside. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. All right, so you know the first thing I want to ask you to do, if you haven't already, I promise to stop badgering you, but I do want to ask if you've been tuning in every single week, if you love this podcast, then you should definitely make sure that you are leaving a review letting me know that you love it. I love reading all of your reviews. They mean so, so, so much to me. And like I've mentioned before, it's uh, the way that Apple gets to recognize which podcasts to push out to people. So if you're loving what you're hearing, if you were thinking, hey, someone else needs to hear this podcast, well then head on over to Apple, scroll down to the bottom, leave us a written review, and I would just appreciate that so, so much. Okay, I promise, promise, promise to stop badgering you about that. All right, so you're a beginner, you're just getting started, but you still want clients to view you as someone who has experience, who knows what they're doing, and sometimes that's hard to do when you're just brand new, when you're just getting started. So here are three things that you can do to kind of gain some of that experience so that you can show clients, here's what I can do. And the first one's going to be super easy. You can do it on your own. You don't even have to have a client. And that is to complete a mock project or almost like a fake project. But what I want you to do is I want you to keep in mind who your ideal client is that you want to work with. And I want you to keep in mind the services that you're offering. So if you're not offering graphic design or creating graphics, 
then you're probably not going to spend time doing a mock project in Canva. But if that is something that you are offering, then that is something that you can do. So what I want you to do is think about who is someone that I would really love to work with and what would I help them with? Then you can take the time to work through that process of playing around with that service, playing around with the process of what it looks like so that you can have at least a little bit of an idea of what it's going to look like if you were working with the client. So I gave you that example and that's something that I did in the very beginning. I knew that I wanted to create graphics, social media graphics for clients. So I went into Canva and I started to create graphics that I thought would appeal to my ideal client. What would they want to post on their social media? What would they want to include in their Facebook group? Those are things that I took the time to create. And say there's a platform that you want to work on. Say you want to use a social media scheduling platform or you want to use Tailwind because you want to get into Pinterest, get on that platform and play around with it. Take some time, watch some tutorial videos, do some pretend client work, you know, pretend that you have a client, what would that look like? Pretend you have a client and work through that process of bringing them on and what things would you need from them. That way, when you actually do get a client, you've already worked out some of those kinks and you've had the time to talk about what you're doing, what you noticed, what you worked, what didn't work, different things like that. If you're doing website design, design a website, design a page on a website. If you're doing copywriting, write some sample copywriting that you would want for your ideal client, depending on what type of copywriting you're doing. Just do some samples. Again, it does not have to be for a real person out there. Make pretend, think of a person's name, think of what their business is, what they're doing, why they're outsourcing this, and take the time to do that work. Now, you can include these things in your portfolio because you have taken the time to do it. It doesn't necessarily have to be, like I said, for a real human being out there, but if you took time to create graphics or to design a website or to play around on a social media platform or to design something or write something up, include that in as a sample of your work. Like I said, the client does not have to know that it wasn't a paid job, that you did it for a fake person out there, you took the time, you did the work, you did the legwork, you did the research, and you got the experiments, the experience. So include that in your portfolio. That's one simple way that you can do that, and you can do that for as much as you want. So you could think of a couple different clients, you know, what this one client, Susie Q over here, and she has a fitness, health and fitness business, and then you have a client over here, Sandra, and Sandra has a wedding business, and you're helping her design graphics, or you're organizing things for her, or you're helping write emails for her and then you have Marty over here and he has a social media platform that you are creating the content for or creating a content plan for okay those are just different ideas in different areas and different niches that you can use and again just take that time and work through that process think treat it like it was a real job but work through that process so that you have that experience that's one thing that you can do right off the bat anybody can do that right now if you don't have any experience or you want experience you want to be able to show what you've got, take the time and do a mock project. Now, the second thing that you can do is this could include actually working with a real client and you can do what we like to call a testimonial project. This is a project that you do for free for a client to gain some experience and in exchange, they write you a testimonial that you can use on your website, on your social media, you can put it in your portfolio, you can use the project that you did, the examples in your portfolio. So there's an understanding there with the client that yes, you are doing this project for free, but in exchange, you are going to use this to promote your business. You're going to be using these examples in your portfolio, on social media, et cetera, et cetera. 
So when you are thinking about doing a product for free, I don't want you to go big, big, big. I want you to think of a small project, something like a one-off project that you can do for a client with, again, within your service. I want you to think about what do I actually want to offer to clients and how can I actually do that service or that type of project in exchange for a testimony because then that way the experience that you got is going to apply to any clients in the future. The testimonial that you get from the client is going to apply to the jobs that you're going to be trying to get with future clients and that experience is going to help you as well. So don't go big, big, big. Don't say I'm going to do three months for free or you know 20 hours for free. Think smaller scale but something that showcases a piece of what you have to offer to clients so that you can use that in your portfolio and again, clients are under the understanding that they're going to have a testimonial that you can use across the platforms. I would still recommend doing a contract with this. Again, detailing out that information that the you know there's no fee to this project here, what the parameters are, outline all of that stuff so the client doesn't keep asking for things and asking for things and trying to get more things for free. Outline specifically what you are doing for that project and also include in the contract that the client has agreed to write a testimonial for you in exchange for the completion of this project. So that's the second thing that you can do if you want to gain some experience. If you're a beginner, you don't know what to include in your portfolio to showcase what you've got to show clients what you can do, you can do a free project for a client. Now the third thing when you're just getting started, if you feel like I need some experience before I really start charging those rates that I want to charge, the third thing you can do is you can just offer a discounted rate. So as you're getting started, you can offer you know a certain percentage off or a certain dollar amount off to complete a project for a client. And that's a really great way to get some experience under your belt, to get your foot in the door. And you never know um, with these clients, even the clients that are you, you're doing a testimonial project for or the clients that you're doing a discounted rate for, this could potentially turn into a reoccurring client, a monthly retainer client or a project that you're doing on a continual basis for a client. As long as you are giving it your all, you're going above and beyond, you are, you know, under promising and over delivering. That's what I love to say, especially the first couple times we're working with clients, because first impressions really do matter. And you want to make sure that you really blow this out of the park so that clients, number one, really like your work. They're that much more willing to write you a testimonial and to shout your, sing your praises, shout you from the rooftops, and maybe even refer you to someone else. So you can do a discounted rate. Again, it can either be a percentage off or a dollar amount off. You can run it as a special where you're saying for this month only, I'm you know booking out three people at this discounted rate. Um, and you don't even have to say, you know, as I'm a beginner and I'm just getting started, you can just kind of run it like a special or a sale and get a couple clients at that, do that work, get those testimonials, gain that experience, and then again, include that in your portfolio as you're moving forward. So I think the biggest takeaway from this is definitely start with the mock project. That's something that anybody can do right now to gain experience. You know, some people who are doing podcast editing, a really great way to gain experience is just to get on the podcast. And even if you were reading from a book, read from the book and then practice editing it on your own. Again, it does not necessarily have to be for a real client. It could be, and you could do a free editing session for a client. 
but you there are ways to gain experience if you're willing to kind of put yourself out there get uncomfortable try and try things out and gain that experience so that when you do go to talk with clients you feel like hey I know what I'm doing I've done this before I have some experience in this and again making sure that you're spending the time if you're doing a pro a mock project or a testimonial project or a discounted rate project that you're spending the time doing it for services that you actually want to offer so you can gain experience and you can use that as you gain new clients and you can use that to your advantage as well. I hope this was helpful for you. I think the biggest thing, the best, best tip that I could give you really when it comes down to it is just to remember that everybody starts out somewhere. Everybody is a beginner at some point. And the best thing that you can do and the best thing that I've done is really just put myself out there. And there's going to be clients who say, you know, I want someone who has, you know, how many years of experience? Okay, well, we can't change that. But we can put ourselves out there and we can try. And there will be some clients who will be willing to work with a beginner. A lot of business owners like to train their virtual assistants or their freelancers or whoever they're working with. They like to train them in their systems that they use. I know that's something that I do in my business. I have created video trainings upon video trainings and workflows and SOPs so that when anybody comes into my business to help me, they are able to easily pick up. It's not necessarily about who has the best experience. Really for me, it's who's going to be a hard worker, who's going to get after it, who's going to be able to follow directions. Like those things are more important to me than someone who has all the experience in the world. So take these three strategies. And like I said, start out with the mock project. You can do that this week. You can gain some easy experience there. Get your hands dirty. You know, instead of just reading about it, do some actual practical work. I know for me as a teacher, I read all the textbooks, but the most learned that I had actually perfecting my teaching skills and my teaching you know, theory and all that stuff is when I was actually in the classroom because I got to see, hey, this actually works or I saw this and I thought it would work, but really with this group, it didn't. And I was able to gain experience almost like on the job, hands-on experience from actually doing as opposed to just watching or opposed to just reading about it, actually getting my hands dirty, so to speak. So that's what I would encourage you to do. And again, it's not to say that you can't find a client with when you're just getting started. I did. I had zero social media experience, and one of my very first clients wanted me to help with social media, and I knew that I was a go-getter, I was a hard work, and I could quickly pick things up. So if you have that same kind of attitude, it will work in your favor. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are a beginner and you really want the foundation of what you need to have as a virtual assistant and you haven't already enrolled in my prep program, I would encourage you to do that. We have so many success stories coming out of the prep program. I have a couple that are going to be airing on the podcast so you get to hear other people's experience, students of mine who have gone through that program and the success that they've had because they were given that step-by-step you know exactly what to do. So I would encourage you, if you have been looking to get started, you have no idea where to start, you want to do this, but you're scared, you're worried, you don't know what to do, you don't know what that next step will be, that's exactly why I created the prep. It's for you to start your business, to have all of those foundational pieces in place so that you can start your business off on the right foot. And the best part is you can start your business off as quickly as possible without having to spend all that time trying to research and trying to figure it out on your own. I have laid out all those steps for you. You get lifetime access to it. It is such an amazing deal. The link for that is in the show notes. It's aubreymalik.com slash the prep, one word, T-H-E-P-R-E-P. I hope you will join us in there and join all of the other success stories that are coming out of that program. We would love to have you. And thank you so much for listening to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. And I will catch you in the next episode. 
Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.